What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Delay a Game. I'm your host, Matt Mills. I hope everyone is doing well. Thank you for tuning in and watching. Thank you for your likes, subscribes, your comments, for sharing. I hope that you guys are excited for the football season, so we are going to get into it. We're going to cover a little bit of local news. We're going to touch on fantasy, and we're going to talk about one of the Eagles' most recent trades. So I do want to thank you again for listening. Thank you again. I mean, I'm excited for football. I just got through three fantasy drafts. Um, I do got, I do have one more that I feel excited about. And one of these episodes, soon we're going to go over the teams that I was able to draft. Um, but just to give you a quick fantasy football tip, probably next episode we're going to go through the teams that I drafted. And you can give me your opinions and your thoughts on what you think. But... In the first round, you know, if you're in those middle rounds, my biggest thing and what I was targeting is I was praying for Justin Jefferson to fall to me. So a lot of a lot of experts and a lot of people were talking, who's the next Cooper Cup? Who's going to be the next one to explode and all this stuff? And I, I, I think it's cool, you know, trying to figure out the next wide receiver is going to have a breakout. I personally don't want to draft Cooper Cup this year. He, he probably will have a great year. Will it be as good as last year? Probably not, but we'll see. Um, but I will say that before all the Cooper Cup hype, he was always a good receiver, always productive in fantasy football. But Justin Jefferson's first two years in the league have been outrageous. They have been record-setting. They have been ones to take of note. And granted, Kirk Cousins is a pretty good quarterback. But he's, it's to the point I think Justin Jefferson would be great with most quarterbacks. But his stats for the first two years of his career, he, he there is no next. Justin Jefferson has next. I, I just think he's not getting enough credit. He had 1,616 yards last year. And in his first year, came with 1,400 yards and seven touchdowns. Last year, he had 10 touchdowns. Both of those seasons, he had over 100 receptions. Well, the first season, he was close. He had 88. And then when he did break 100 receptions, he increased in yards and touchdowns. To me, you don't have to look any further than Justin Jefferson. You want to know who the next Cooper Cup is for fantasy football? Let me help you out. I don't want the next Cooper Cup. I want the current Justin Jefferson. To the point that I was at the fifth pick and was hoping... Someone four spots ahead of me drafted weird, so Justin Jefferson would be on my team. I think Justin Jefferson will be the highest scoring wide receiver and will make a case to be the highest scoring player in fantasy football. That's my opinion on Justin Jefferson. Now, if you're looking for a steal at the wide receiver position, I have to go with Mike Williams. I think Mike Williams will be a big steal. Um, I have heard talk about Cortland Sutton. And I think with the new quarterback and Russell Wilson, there's a chance that might happen. We might see a Cortland Sutton breakout. But we've seen what Mike Williams can do in that Chargers offense. There was a stretch where I believe he was top four in fantasy football. You know, and that kind of changes the season went on. But I think 
in that offense with Justin Herbert, Mike Williams will break out this year. And for his draft cost, it's worthwhile. He's he's going in like the fourth round, sometimes the fifth. I think he fell to me in the fifth. So to possibly get a breakout wide receiver one in the fifth round, you can't go wrong with. Um, you know, just to kind of slightly get into my fantasy team, I was able to get Justin Jefferson and get Mike Williams as my wide receiver too. So if you can't, if you're not in a position to get Justin Jefferson, I personally would look for Mike Williams. And if you do need a consistent player, um, can't go wrong with Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is Mr. Consistent. He gets 1,000 yards on whatever team he plays on. Actually, it doesn't matter the quarterback because last year they had Davis Mills, and he still had a good year. So if you need a consistent, just know you're going to have a good player. I'm I'm going I'm going with Brandon Cooks. So like I said, maybe in the future episodes, next time we are going to get more into fantasy football. But just wanted to give you a few nuggets for those that might be drafting this week or this weekend. Um, also, just a freebie: you might want to draft running back early, just given how after the third round it it can be a long way down before you can get another good running back. Outside of A.J. Dillon and maybe David Montgomery, it's going to be a little little rough in the middle. But getting into our local news. So I have to start with the Steelers. Now, granted, I live in the Philadelphia area, but I have been a Steelers fan. So we are going to touch on Steelers news. I have to shout out that they did get Malik Reed, a linebacker from the Broncos, which I think is a good move. Nothing wrong with depth. And they also got an offensive lineman from Jesse Jesse Davis from the Vikings. Also not mad at the move because the Steelers' O-line often struggles. So anytime that they're proactive to get an offensive lineman, it, it has to be good for either Trubisky or my guy. My guy from Pitt. My, my, my quarterback. I don't know who's going to start. I don't know what the debate is. Um... Before I go any further, let me just say the O-line pickup was a good pickup. But I do want to say, I don't know who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Steelers. I will say, Kenny Pickett had a great offseason. I think he showed improvement. I think he played well in the preseason games, granted against second and third strings players. But I am a fan of Kenny Pickett. I'm a fan of Mitchell Trubisky. I think that he got a bad rap in the Chicago offense with the coaching staff. I think that the Bills, being with the Bills last year was helpful, and I think he can showcase what he can do in Pittsburgh. I think we have to think about – we don't have to think about, but the truth is when Mitchell Trubisky got drafted, he was 19. He was a kid. And I also don't think he went to the best organization and best coaching staff to develop his skills. So, in my opinion, knowing how the Steelers do business, I want to say Trubisky will be the starter. And I think he might be the starter for, if not most of the season, I think at least for the beginning of the season, to get some trade value. I don't think they would sign Trubisky if there was a chance he would not start. 
I think they drafted Kenny Pickett for the future and had full intention for him not to start this year. Now, maybe they, I don't know if they expected him to, to display growth so fast and play so well in the offense, but I, I would be surprised if they started Kenny Pickett week one. So I guess we'll see. The other thing I have to mention before we move on to the Eagles is my Pittsburgh Steelers know how to draft a wide receiver. I mean, they draft wide receivers. When I watched the draft and I saw that we picked uh, Pickens, I was excited. Started watching highlights and watching them play. I was like, this guy's going to be it. I got laughed at by a few people. I said, no, I think this guy's going to be a good receiver. And um, this preseason validated how I felt. I think, I'm going to be honest, I like Chase Claypool. I think he's the odd man out. I think he is going to be the third receiver, if not now, by the end of the year. George Pickens probably will be number one. By the end of the season. I think he'll take Deontay Johnson's spot. I think Deontay Johnson is a really good wide receiver. And I hope he stays in the Pittsburgh Steelers organization for a long time. I think he's very consistent. I think he is skilled. And I hope he stays. George Pickens is a future. He is an animal. His his aggression, the way he plays the game, his talent, I'm 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 on board. Enough so that any quarterback that takes over this year is in a good situation. They're trying to make improvements to the O-line. Najee Harris is a a great running back despite him having his injuries. I hope he can recover, recover from it. Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Pat Fryermuth at tight end. Defense is still good and consistently adding depth. I think the Steelers are a good team. Now, granted, the AFC is deeper and better this year. But, I mean, I think we have a shot to win a division or compete for the division. Um, I, I mean, I'd be surprised if the Browns were in it. I mean, of course, the Ravens will always be in it. And we'll see what happens with the Bengals. I think they will always be competitive. So, I think we have a shot. I do have to look over the schedule, but I think we have a shot to make the playoffs. I think we can be competitive. I think we might can steal a wild card spot. Who knows? But I think the biggest thing is just to, I think, I think we have some, I think we're underestimated in the league in reference to the talent that we have in our, on our team. And if they play up to what they can play too, I like my Steelers this year. So, We did touch on that local news. Let's get to the Eagles. Um, We're going to touch on them briefly. One of the moves that I do want to talk about is the trade for Chauncey Garner-Johnson. I think it's a nice uh, depth pick. Can't go wrong with that. Pretty good corner. I've seen them play a little bit in New Orleans, so I I don't have any issues with it. I think this might be the most active Eagles offseason I've witnessed. Um... Being in Philadelphia, you'd be surprised how many people complain that the Eagles aren't active during the offseason. They don't get free agents. They don't really make trades. They don't make splashes. And this year, they just decided (laughs) we're going to. 
and Jalen Hurts won't have any complaints or issues about saying he doesn't have talent. From getting wide receivers to trades to signings, they have been active in the marketplace to make sure the Eagles have a chance this year. So I will give them a lot of credit for that type of movement. The second pickup that I think is interesting and says a lot, possibly, is that they were... I was surprised that the 49ers even cut Trey Sermon after drafting him last year. But even more interesting is the Eagles are the ones that picked up Trey Sermon. And this, the reason this is interesting is because right after I read an article... Um, I kind of try to keep my ear to the street on news. But the coach said that Miles Sanders doesn't have a timetable for his return. So who knows how long he's going to be out. He said that he's he's recovering well, but there's no timetable on him coming back. Which I was glad to know before I did my draft. But so within the same day, Trey Sermon is on the Eagles. I think Trey Sermon is a pretty good running back, but that might express some concern on when Miles Sanders is coming back. To make that, you know, it could have just been the notion of Trey Sermon's too talented for us to pass up and probably won't cost us that much. That's a fair business decision. But we can't ignore the fact that for there to be no timetable on Miles Sanders coming back to play in the Eagles uniform and then for them to pick up a running back off of waivers, I, th- I think it's something you should keep your eye on. I, I, I think the Eagles have capable runners. And if they integrate Trey Sermon with Kenneth Gainwell, you know Boston, Boston Scott's going to be involved. I think the offense will work pretty well. But I do think there should be some concern that Miles Sanders might not be coming back for a, a little while. Um, that could be anywhere from, what, four to six games maybe? I I mean, this is just my opinion. If, if he was going to be back by week two, I would I'd be surprised about the no timetable thing. He, he can't be close to playing early in the season for that to be released and for this pickup. So, time will tell, but I do think it's worth mentioning. The big thing about this show and what we will talk about and will be the final topic is that the Minnesota Vikings traded for Jalen Rager for a seventh round pick and a conditional fourth that could be a fifth depending on stats and production. And before I get any further into this, I do want to take time to say Congratulations to the Eagles. You deserve a round of applause because you were able to get rid of Jalen Rager. Now, I I would never say he shouldn't be in the league because he got drafted for a reason. And it was a first-round draft pick for a reason. He doesn't need to be on the Eagles. He had a shot. I mean, he had a shot. Before Devonta Smith got there, he had a shot. Even when Devonta Smith was there last year, he had a shot. And with his shot, you can say whatever you want about it, but with his shot, he has 695 yards in two seasons. Two seasons. He was a bum 
in the Eagles uniform. I wouldn't even want him close to my team. Now, maybe he needed a fresh start, but I personally would not want him on my team any longer. If I'm consistently making moves to get a wide receiver, such as drafting Devonta Smith one year and then dra- and trading for A.J. Brown the next year, after I used first-round draft capital on a wide receiver, he needs to go. I have not been a fan, never been a fan, never defended him, never was interested in him. The wide receivers currently on the Eagles are better than him. Quez Watkins, I am a fan, is better than Jalen Rager, and I don't think it's currently close. Now, maybe in a different system, we'll see a different Jalen Rager. But in the Eagles system, in that uniform, he was not better than Quez Watkins. So congrats to the Eagles for getting away from that. Now, as we continue on this, I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, look at the Vikings trading for him after they left. The Vikings look bad for getting him or wanting to trade for him after they left. The Vikings, you know, are are eating their words and eating their laughs after trading for Jalen Rager after they laughed at him. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care if the Vikings traded for him because they still should be laughing. The Eagles have made improvements and have been rectifying. Jalen Rager has 695 yards in two seasons. Two seasons. We went over Justin Jefferson. We went over. He has 3,000 yards in two seasons. The man has 17 touchdowns. I think Jalen Rager had three in two seasons. The Vikings could laugh about this for the rest of Justin Jefferson's career and can laugh about it beyond that. The Eagles drafted Jalen Rager one spot ahead of Justin Jefferson. So the Eagles fans and and experts can say, oh, the Vikings look back. No, they don't. They still have Justin Jefferson. They still have arguably the best wide receiver in the league and definitely the best young receiver in the league. They can still laugh. If anything, they had an opportunity to get a first-round value. Now, granted, he has not played like it, but they got a first-round valued wide receiver for a seventh-round pick and possibly a fourth. Whatever they get. If Jalen Rager lives up to half his potential. They still got value out of him. And I'm sure he still will be their fourth best wide receiver on the team. Because currently I'm not placing him on a depth chart higher than K.J. Osborne. So I think it's a win-win personally. I don't think the Vikings look bad at all. They got wide receiver depth. Depth and the Eagles got him out the locker room. I think sometimes when you when you're trying to create a new culture and you're trying to cultivate a winning attitude and you're trying to create some momentum, sometimes you got to get the old stuff out. You got to get the old baggage out, and and I hate to refer to them as baggage, but you you sometimes you you both need a fresh start. 
Jalen Rager needed a fresh start, and the Eagles needed a fresh start. They needed to get away from that contract. They needed to get away from him. It just wasn't working out. And with the talent they have been adding this year, the Eagles are trying to do something this year. The Eagles have have been proactive in building a quality team, and if they are going to go anywhere, it's on the shoulders of Jalen Hurts. And I think Jalen Hurts has been making progress on a yearly basis, and I think he has had a good offseason. So we will see what happens. Um, if we're going to be honest, they should win a division. I think Dallas will be good and competitive. The Eagles are a better team. So they should win the division. The Eagles do need to go further than that for this to be successful. To me, they need to at least make it to the championship game. For for I think for management to be content to move forward with Jalen Hurts, either go to the championship game or the conference the conference game that he loses in, he loses in, he has to have a great performance. It simply has to be that it was one of those great games like we saw last year. Uh, with the Chiefs and Bills, where at the end of the day, Josh Allen played his heart out, and so did Patrick Mahomes, and the best team just won. They cannot lose because of Jalen Hurts, and because there's a chance he might not have a job with the Eagles next year. But I, I did have to talk about the Jalen Rager trade because I think it's a great move for the Eagles. I'm happy they were able to move on from that. And I hope Jalen Rager has a great career, but I don't think it was going to happen in Philadelphia. So I'm excited about the season. I'm excited about our local teams. Next episode, we definitely will get more into fantasy football, and we might preview a few of the the games that are coming up because you know next week is week one, and we're going to start right off with the Rams. We got the Rams Bills out the gate. So you know we're going to talk about that game. I'm going to give you some of my thoughts. But I do appreciate you listening. I do appreciate you tuning in. And let me know how things are going with your drafts. Let me know what you what you think about what I said. If you have any thoughts or opinions, please continue to listen, to subscribe, to like, to comment. And until next time, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.